trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous Hi, Mommy She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, 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 everybody. New episode of No Words Bod Podcast. This is your host, Mo, joined by my man, Chris Mack, in the ATL. What a week we got ahead of, ahead of us here. But uh, uh, since yeah, we man. haven't spoken to people in a couple of weeks, uh, it's a lot of stuff going on. Super Bowl happened. Um, yeah, man. Usher yeah. happened. Yeah, Usher happened. Right, right. And and Beyonce in a bit. So, Beyonce, can't forget her, but she did that commercial. And now her... Hey, that, 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 man, hey, man that, that was the most, like, sh- striking personality that B's shown in quite some time in that commercial right there, which was pretty fun. I, I wish you could do more of that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I wish that too, but, you know... I don't know. Beyonce Twitch streamer? I was like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, credit no Beyonce, but Beyonce always had an ear to, you know, all that stuff that you know that goes on. So she, I, I, I always believe she had a personality. I mean, I think we've seen enough of that through her documentaries of her, you know, concerts and, and tours, should I say, over the years. But, but yeah, no, uh, definitely Usher killed it, did his shit on there, man. Um, Super Bowl game itself wasn't bad, you know, it was definitely eventful. Uh, they were 49ers. They shot themselves in the foot by stop giving the ball to McCaffrey. Um, you know, yeah. in the fourth quarter, I don't know what the hell they were doing to allow. And then, of course, like you kids can't get Kansas City, and then you can't miss your field goals. You can't miss a, that extra point. That miss extra point turned out to be the killer for them. And it always like that. It is always like that in sports, especially in the NFL. That's why it like drives me crazy. Like when these coaches. They go with this analytics. No, we're going to go for the, go on a fourth or whatever, and instead of just going for the three points, you know. But that's that's how it is, yeah. man. You know, you make those small little decisions, and they come back and bite you in the ass. You know, like we've, like you, it, you've in the conversation we had, you know, we you pointed out, you know, how, you know, these teams, they fall for the same shit against Kansas yeah. City. They fall for the same trope. They, it's mind-boggling. <laughs> it's mind-boggling how they, how these teams fall for it, man. No matter who they face, they just stop. They stop playing what got them what they were playing when they were playing good, and they just they just stopped. But congrats to the Chiefs, though. You know, hey, Andy Reid with another one, uh, Mahomes with another one, Kelsey another one. Um, you know, Swifties your first one, you know. Oh gosh, no! You're here for the oh, ride, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I know they're they're there. Um, but uh, but overall, though, you know, it was entertaining. Hey, went to overtime. You know, yeah. Anytime, well, anytime was, it was, was this a, was the first time in how long? I can't remember how long it since it's been to overtime. Uh, like I'm trying, like, I'm trying to remember. Was that the first time it ever happened, or the first time it's been there? Like, like. It was like I think it was like two decades, no, three decades. It was the first time it's just been in since overtime, something like that. That's I a good thing because I cannot remember the last Super Bowl overtime game. Was it? 
Uh, dang, I can't remember what that was. And I bet you it's the most obvious thing that they that the last time it happened. I can't remember the last time it happened, but um, regardless, though, like I said, entertaining game all around. Think it was great. Um, you know, better team won in the end. Congratulations to them. Uh, we also had NBA All Star Game uh, this past yeah. weekend, uh, All Star Weekend. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was quite a bore out, outside of um, Sabrina and Steph, and, and you yeah. know, disregarding Kenny Smith's uh, commentary. That, oh, that yeah. was good, yeah. but the rest of the weekend was uh, it was kind of dual. Yeah, especially leading up to the game. Yeah, yeah, man. It's I don't know. Like personally, I didn't have a lot of interest into All Star Weekend uh, this past weekend, but I think it's because I I knew I had plans, so I I just wasn't I just really wasn't all that gung ho about it. Um, the dunk contest. Uh, the less said, the better. Um, which is it's. I mean, sad. What what Jalen Brown? He uh definitely put out the um. Uh, the the precaution for all stars getting into the dunk contest and looking like that, man, that was embarrassing. Yeah, I didn't. There was nothing about his dunks to me that told me that he actually wanted to actually do that shit, man. Like it was one thing. I think he was trying to do the D Brown dunk one on one attempt, and it looked ugly to me. But but hey, man. I, I I don't know what else to say about that. Um, just have these slam ball people get involved in it. Have them have have them do some crazy dunks. I don't know, man. But I, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think I think dunking, like the art of the dunk, is it's it's, it's hit its biggest dunk that it can't dunk before. You know, <laughs> I think yeah. we've seen all the dunks now, man. Right, like, it's I, hard. I, I just I don't I don't know what what else can really really change it. Um, I don't know, and. Like I, I would like them to have like really good dunkers in it. It feels like that outside of back McClung, you know, I, I, I don't really consider any of the other participants like really good dunkers. Like Jalen Brown's good, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to see someone that feels like he has some sort of creativity, even when doing in-game dunks. You know, see, that's like a Russell Westbrook. Know what I mean, yeah, I know, like, I know. I know, yeah, yeah. We, we and these are guys like the that Russ would have would have been would have been tremendous for it. Yeah, you know? but you, but you know, Chris, there has always been that distinction. There's always been that thing where there's a difference between being a great end game dunker and then doing dunk contest dunks. Like sometimes, like the dunks, certain like it, it, it clear. Of course, I always feel that you know dunks. I, 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 somebody. Feel, I, I feel like that's cap too. Honestly. Is it? Is it cap? Uh, for me, I feel like that you won't know who you, if you truly are in game dunker and a dunk contest dunker if you you know don't try. I'm like we we had Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan go bar for bar, what like almost three years straight, you know, and they were tremendous at dunking both in game and in the contest. You know, let me. I feel like there could be more. There there should be more. You know, guys that again just really put your skill to the test. 
you know. Let me ref- let me rephrase what I say. Now that let me correct myself here. I feel the far as whoever selects these guys that's yeah. part of the dunk contest. Sometimes I feel that they're asking these guys who are doing these like I said, then that's what like doing these in-game dunks. You know, like on per- like just dunking on somebody. You know, like highlight reels about that. And I don't know, like it just seems to me these guys now the, the example you just put out with Jordan and Neek, like a lot of those guys, yeah, like no, they were they were able to do both. But I don't it just seems to I don't know. It's like how many of these the ratio of the guys that can do both that apparently I don't know, it's like they they just they just come off looking, and then these guys look mediocre in dunk contests. It's I don't know, man. It's like Cole Anthony. I remember, even though he did that dumb, dumbass Tim's <laughs> dunk, you know, it's like I I don't know who I don't know who what goes through the selection process with who who gets in these dunk contests. You know, I, I don't know I how don't, that whole I thing. I don't goes. know either, man. It, it's, but it's, it's crazy it just seems it's, it's like, just questionable. These are just questionable. It's not, even, it's not even novelty anymore. Like we don't even have the Spud Webb, Nate Robinson types. No, nah, man, and that makes and, it compelling yeah. in a way. Nah. And, and and yeah, and even the style, the type of the dunks, man. Like how many? T- we've seen so many variations of somebody jumping over somebody in the chair, standing up. We've seen Blake, yeah, we've seen Blake Griffin over. dunk over a, a car. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what else. What, they gotta, they gotta stop those dunks, man! Jumping over gotta people, shoot, gotta shoot someone out the cannon, <laughs> like some evil Knievel shit. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's like, <laughs> or what they do with the mascots, like during a halftime show or something like that. Uh, but I don't know. It's like I, I don't know what the, what the solution is for this dunk contest to really uh entice people entice people to, to really give a shit about it's just it, having man. good dunkers bro that's really I, it but having apparently they can't find any apparently that's they the can't find that's any the problem. I'm like, it's like where the fuck are they at? The good dunkers i'm not telling you to talk about the all-stars not even the good dunkers want to participate now that's uh, you know that was just crazy you know i mean really man uh, dwayne wade Fucked it up, and now and the judges still can't even be honest anymore and because the judge, of that. <laughs> yeah, I heard about the controversy was du- with the judges though that, with this year. Yeah, that, that they can't even be honest anymore because of the Wayne Wade's fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is <laughs> the judges. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, man. It's it, it's we the peak peak dunk contest has passed. It's passed. It's 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 in it's done. Um, I don't know what else future with that, you know, but, but definitely, uh, man, Sabrina could have won. She could have won. Oh yeah. Yeah. She could have won. She could have won. She did better than, than almost all the dudes in the, than the men's three point contest. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's (laughs) put her ass in, put her in the, the three point contest next year. Like. I'm serious though. Like they need to integrate. It. Like if these, I, like, if the I, I would women, like to see her and Caitlin Clark. Like you know, yeah, man, yeah. You know, if the women, if they say nah, let us shoot from y'all three point, and they ain't making it. Let them, let them, let the women do it, man. Because we know they can do it. 
I think some men are they don't want that because they don't want to be embarrassed or something. I, I think, think I think we're I think we're I think we're getting close to the possibility of like having like three on three WNBA NBA teams. Yeah. Like inter, co ed intramurals. I don't know how you can say it. Yeah, yeah, nah, <laughs> All star no, yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, they've done other stuff that involved, you know, a certain player. But then a lot of times they were just, you know, like the, I remember like that skills or that whatever thing that they did uh, that um, Indiana won. Um, yeah. Halliburton made that last shot from the middle of the court from the logo. Oh, man. Yo, um, Dane got booed <laughs> when he was selected as <laughs> an all-star MVP over yeah, Tyrese, man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add more fuel to that rivalry. And I know some people thought that uh, Carl Anthony Towns should have won, but I'm like, he was on the losing team. Yeah, he he him and Shea were the only two that were really trying, bro. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like they were really trying. I was like, man, uh, if only if like you know, like Bron would have like put in like 12 more percent and Kawhi went in, they really would have had the game there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and speaking about that All Star game, man, that that's. Uh, two hundred points. I'm sorry. That's yeah. That's uh, unacceptable, man. I, like, that's... I mean, not not even on for two K standards. Like, I I just it just feels grotesque when I I put up eighty points one game <laughs> because right. I just had to say right. I did. You know, right? Exactly. I feel the same way, man. I'd be feeling guilty as shit. Like, damn, damn, man. We got 150 <laughs> points, but it's because only because because I got 80. Yeah, man, what is <laughs> You know, but but to see this in 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 real life, man, in the All Star game, it's just nah. I I feel I feel like 150 should be the threshold, man. Yeah, like, man. We're going past that in regular games now, right? You know, it must uh, be and, that and that's what that's what folks are saying that that no one's playing defense, and in some ways, you're right. Yeah, yeah. they aren't. You know, it feels like they only play defense when it's the playoffs. Yeah, no, no, yeah, and and and, I, and of course, it, you know, logic makes sense why they would do that. But I, I don't know, man. It's like it's just the evolution of the All Star Game, and like I said, just that week, just the weekend in general. It's I don't know. It to me, for me, it's losing its luster for me. For me, it's that's just how it's feeling. I, I can see um, that, man. Uh, I I just it's just not I it, I just remember when it's it was must see like I don't care what was like nah man I gotta catch All Star Weekend um especially Saturday night yeah but now it's just like eh, eh, whatever <laughs> what's on TV what else is on <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite t- turn to uh, Collision turn to a different channel uh yeah I'll watch that. No. <laughs> they didn't even have collision on. Uh, I know, I know. Because of All Star, <laughs> there was more viewers for All Star Weekend than it was <laughs> for, for any of the previous collision episodes. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, man. But uh, <laughs> but definitely the All Star game, man. I I just couldn't watch it. Just couldn't watch it, even on a replay. Like I hadn't, I never watched the whole uh. game. I never like, watched like, the whole game. No. Tyrese Halliburton's first quarter was like the best thing of the game, and after that, it was just you know whatever. Let me ask you this: since we are at since before we get off drift from the NBA, let me ask yeah. you this, man: we're at the midseason point now with the All Star break. Um, mm-hmm. 
what's what's your gut feeling on the conference finals for East and West right now? Hey man, if the New York Knicks can avoid the Miami Heat in the, the first two rounds, I, I can see them being in the Eastern Conference Finals. And it, being completely healthy, uh, I, I just gave you my answer. <laughs> if they can avoid the Miami Heat, <laughs> oh, 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 okay. uh, it likely probably uh, my either Miami or uh, I, I guess Boston. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't really count Boston out. They've been in, they've been there. You know, yeah, the last yeah. few years, and but you definitely can't count Miami out until they lose. But I don't know it's just something about this Knicks team, man. Like it's, I don't know. It's they, they're it's just clicking on all cylinders. Even though you know half of the team's in the hospital right now, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just a. I don't know. It's just, it's just a certain spirit that you know, uh, that the team and, and and the city has right at this moment. Uh, Jalen Brunson's been playing out of his mind. Yes. Uh, yes. These these last few months, uh, and him and the partnership with Julius Randle up until yeah yeah his injury, until Randall's in it was yeah. really clicking. Like, yeah. It was really clicking. I don't know what it was, but they found themselves in they got themselves into a form. And the addition of OG and Newby, you mm-hmm. know, it really just just strengthened them in so so many ways. And now you know, post past trade deadline, you, you bring in um. Bring it um Boyan but Bogdanovich yeah and um Alec Burks I'm like great you, you got bench depth now you mm-hmm. know it, hopefully you know it, when everyone's healthy uh Tibbs can play you know Josh Hart in his in his favorite three role <laughs> or instead of playing him at the four yeah. and then you have Bogdanovich playing in that role and you go small with Randall at the five and. Alec Burks, you know, you got three guys right there that can play 25 plus minutes if need to be. Mm-hmm. And they could give beat, you know, and the other two could be great offensive punch. I don't know. It just feels like this team is built built for now in this in a way. It feel they're built, they're built for this moment. Yeah. You know, and they it, I, I see them as definitely as like a, a conference, you know, a conference finest. Finals participant, you know, if everything goes well, health, health yeah. permitting, you know, tips, tips, he just need to find a way to at least give, you know, his guys 30 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he has enough guys that he can play 25 plus minutes to on each part of the roster. He doesn't have to burn them out, man. No, that's his no, Achilles no, no. heel. I, yeah, no, I know, I know. I, and I, and I give, I give lots of credit to, to the Knicks for, doing something that you know was something that the fan base had been screaming for for years and and now you know especially with all the failed you know attempts of with the free agency and that stuff and you Mm -hmm. know and 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 all the you know you know me i i joke on the knicks fans a lot you know yeah likewise anybody that knows me (laughs) knows how i feel about the knicks but at the same time i know a lot of knicks stuff by default so just because i don't like the knicks don't mean i don't know shit about the knicks okay but yeah, we both do bro <laughs> yeah no but, but no but but in all serious note um it, the, the knicks they're what they're doing right now they're doing good they shout out to leon rose and and, and worldwide west you know those guys they stick into you know their guns um you know obviously dolan has no hands on any of that shit 
and, and which the less is, we hear from the better. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree. I've been calling. I've been wanting to not hear about him for so many fucking years. Uh, <laughs> uh, that even going back from when I was living in New York, but it, it's I, the Knicks. They are. It, it it pains me to say it like they are a team that can easily sneak up and get to the conference finals. However, the team that I I'm going to ride with to the conference finals are the Indiana Pacers. I'm riding. Oh. I'm riding with them. Oh wow. I'm really? riding with them. I'm riding with them. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm riding with them, man. I their think office, it's gonna... their offense is definitely amazing, and the, the Siakam deals really been yes. good for them as far as fit wise. But I don't know, man. Let's just lose it out on Buddy Hill. I know. You know. I know. I know. Big blow. Know. But this this hey, it's the Ben Matherin show now. You guys, yeah. you guys step up. Yes, and I he's going to step up. He's going to step up. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, man, like they – and Rick Carlisle is a good – he's, you know, just like we could talk about Tibbs with the Knicks. Yeah. You know, Rick Carlisle, man, come on. Like he's championship pedigree right there coaching. So that's – he could get he could get the job done, man. But I'm telling you, it, it's and – and I'm not the only one that's on the Pacers, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be on the Pacers bandwagon because – no, I'm a Bulls fan. I cannot do that. But I can <laughs> give my respects and props to, you know, and, and, and give credit where credit is due. Um, and I and I've but then again, I've been consistent with this since Chris, ever since the beginning of the NBA season. And I felt like they were going to be a team that, you know, the Pacers, you know, they, because of how young they were and how much as I'm a fan of Halliburton. Um, and, and, you know, and, and it just makes me think about that, that dumb exchange between uh Kenny Smith and and uh Reggie Miller during the yeah. All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And it's like <laughs> Reggie Miller had something like and I and I applaud Reggie for it cuz it's cuz as an analyst like how the hell do you not know that 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 he's been playing like this all season? <laughs> it's like Kenny like what do you you work for t- NBA you're on NBA TNT, how do you not know how to fucking the, the star player of the Pacers, the guy that everybody was talking about that was the highlight, pretty much the highlight of the playing tournament, you know, not, a couple of months ago, you know, with the Pacers getting in there to the finals against the Lakers. So, I mean, you know, it, it, and everybody was making a thing about how they slayed Boston, they slayed, um, and they also slayed Milwaukee. And they beat these teams. I've said this time and time again. The Pacers has beat the top teams in the East. And personally, if there ever was a team that I would love to see the Knicks play in the playoffs, it would be the Pacers. I would love to see that. Personally, personally, I would love to see that because nothing would make me happier than seeing Spike Lee have to suffer seeing <laughs> the Pacers beat the Knicks again. Oh, in the garden. Like I can Im- I can see it right now. There is like the 2024 version of the Reggie Miller choking hand gesture on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's coming from Halliburton. After he hits a soul crushing three on the Knicks. Which <laughs> like, 
I can see it right now. Will, will, will he reenact the choke sign too? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Even though I did love, I will say though, if there is anybody in, in recent years that I've loved their performance against the Knicks in the playoffs is Trey Young. I will forever. Trey Young is for will forever. I I am to me. I he's I'll always be a fan of his off of the bat that, you know, not only of him doing that, but then also being <laughs> we never got the payoff between him and Ray Mysterio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but him being involved in the garden, uh, uh, yeah. that was there. <laughs> uh we never get the we never got the payoff from there. But uh so and I love I love guys that play heels work like he's a heel in New York and he plays that and he played it very well. Like I love shit like that. But uh but definitely that's a team if that if they could play each other in the playoffs, um I the NBA will be extremely happy. For sure. And I think and it's 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 good. It's a good old school rivalry, I guess, between like it's not they haven't really much been rivals um in the mo- recent years but it's still that the history about just it's the Knicks and Pacers you know off of that but uh but in for the west I, the west is I don't know man it could be the clippers for all I know uh yeah or denver oh denver like, yeah yeah like yeah, they, they just trucking away man but uh, those really- those look like my two bets right now with uh, the clipper but it could, it's still it could go any it could go any way right now I will say this, man. I know it's just been one game so far, uh, but Golden State and Klay Thompson coming off the bench. Hey, that uh, I need to see a few more games of that, but I feel like we can really have a desperate uh, and urgent Warriors team that yeah. could be dangerous going into the playoffs if they make it. Well, they're eight and two in their last ten. Yeah. There you yeah, go. I, so. I, I want to. I want to see how much this form grows with um, Clay being the sixth man, um, oh. because there, 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 there might be something there. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and and speaking of Golden State, can I? Can I? I, I just want to laugh at Draymond Green, man. <laughs> that dude is a fool. I know. Hey, everybody has his feelings about Draymond, and you know the. the stupid stuff he does on the court but the dude is you can't tell me the dude is an entertainer man that dude hey, is an entertainer hey, yeah hey, he, hey, he is a, a good professional basketball player he is <laughs> because he is. yeah yeah because yeah. he said hey, he he make no mistake he say they play better when he's on the court and lo and behold they they definitely been playing better when he's on the court uh, yeah just had to check they had to tweak some things though man they they they, they just they went with it you know, they're playing him and Jonathan Kaminga together. Yes. You know, yes. and Andrew Wiggins is back in the starting lineup. And I'm like, this is this is what it should have been all along. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know if they're ever going to really find that true center. And at didn't, this point, I don't know if they really need it. Didn't Peyton Jr. also came back, come, come back very recently? Yeah, Gary Peyton Jr. has returned as well. Um, yeah. But he's probably going to be, you know, in and out the rotation, you know, because, you know, Got to make sure that he's good to go for the you know for the playoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, makes sense. And a lot, and you know, as far as their roster is concerned, like they've been doing pretty good work for the regular season. Like it's, yeah. it's like their G leaguers. Like what do you got? Keones and who else did they have on there that I've, I've um, noticed? I think uh, the other one was uh, Brazilian as well. 
Like, like, yeah, Gides, yeah. yeah, like those two players, you know, they do all right. <laughs> they do okay, you know, you know, giving some spot minutes on on um on the Warriors bench. Yeah, but uh, but Pumsinski, yeah, uh, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's he's something special, man, for that <laughs> team. You yeah. know, they they got their Austin Reeves, but better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, it. It's going to be uh it's it's going to be fun to see you know what turns out you know seating wise and you know the playoffs. I mean, it's almost that time of the year where um a lot more people typically watch more NBA games too. Um, yeah. down down the stretch to the playoffs. But um another another uh big thing that happened this past weekend in sports um NHL related. Uh, they had a couple of stadium games over in Jersey. Mm. I remember on a previous episode not too long ago, I had talked about how the how stupid it is for two New York teams to play in Jersey, be, all because and then the one team that's the home team is the home team is the team that plays on Long Island, <laughs> and the team closest to the, new, the closest to New Jersey. The Rangers have an agreement where they can't play as the home team in any other arena in the New York City area other than Madison Square Garden. So, <laughs> if you get that straight, if you connect the dots there, great. If you're following me, um, so that game, it was also paired with uh, New Jersey and Philadelphia. Um, that happened on Saturday, yeah. Uh, which New Jersey won. Um, and the Sunday game was Islanders and Rangers over mm-hmm. at, um, MetLife stadium. Um, it was number one for, uh, I enjoyed the TV presentation of it. What I didn't enjoy was how the game ended. Um, although it is a very common and familiar feeling amongst us Islanders fans uh-huh. um, out there. And, you know, the game was nice. You know, the jerseys, they, they, they make these, you know, special jerseys for these type of games. Um, yeah. A lot of teams that the jerseys, it's, it's a, it's a miss, you know, um, but there, are, there's a couple of teams that they get the jerseys, right. The creativeness, my team, Islanders, they didn't really do that much creativeness. I know what they try to explain it that, you know, is the color scheme is or how how the lettering on there it was like from a sh- you know a ship, whatever on a sea. I guess they're trying to make that connection with Long Island and and the seas and the fishermen. I it, I don't know. I don't know what the NHL be thinking sometimes. But anyway, game supposed to start early in the afternoon. Why would the NHL schedule a game where it's sunny outside, the sun is going right directly on the ice? I don't know. The game got delayed <laughs> yeah. until the sun set low enough that the you know the top of the stadium was blocking the sun. Mm. Game, um, it was an entertaining game. I will say this: um, at one point we did have a four to one lead in the game, um, which stretched to five to two. Um, actually, no, it was, yeah, we had a four one lead. Then it went down to four three at the by the end of the second period, and the mo for my uh-huh. team this year has if Islanders fans knows as well, but the, the 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 calling card for my team this year is that 
we can't hold a lead for shit. It is like I'm dead serious. We can't hold a lead for shit. We're one of the top teams that has the, the that has the lead for the most like most time with a lead, but yet we only have 16 regulation wins in 55 games. Um I and, and really in the NHL that's terrible. Um, but we're still in the playoff race because of this overtime loss uh rule that they instituted. Oh, where okay. Two t- before two teams at the end of regulation, if it was a tie at the end of the third period, you play if overtime, like a five-minute overtime. Um, it used to be that if nobody scored after five minutes, it was declared a tie. Um, once the NHL came back from their uh, strike um, in the early 2000, in 2004, 2005, they instituted a new rule there where um, they changed the standings where there is an overtime loser point, meaning that if you get to the overtime, both teams are guaranteed one point. If you win the overtime, then the team that obviously won gets the two points. If there is still a tie after the overtime, then it goes to a shootout, and whoever wins the shootout, the team gets that extra point. There is a lot of criticisms with this overtime losing points because you could feasibly lose a lot of games in overtime but if you win enough games in regulation, you can still get into the playoffs. Mm. Yeah. It used to be a, the NHL is not a win loss league. It is a points league. And that's yeah. something that people have to understand and realize. Like, yes, if you take away the overtime losses and somehow, you know, convert them into whatever how it would be if it was the win or record of a win loss, whatever, doesn't matter. Mm. It's a point. It's all about getting the right amount of points to get into the playoffs. Either the top three in your in your division, or one of the two wild card spots. Those are the only two. Those are the only options you got. And my team has been known to just like literally wet the bed after a second period lead. And lo and behold, we get to the third period. We score a goal early in the third period. We're up 5-3. We're thinking, like, you know what? We may have a chance to to just to win this game. My team said, oh, that's too easy to do that. So they proceed to, do, to give this one guy, defenseman, uh, Scott Mayfield, who painstakingly wears my number, 24, um, mm-hmm. committed three atrocious penalties Oh, oh man! In a row, which allowed to rain the Rangers to come back and tie the game five five before the end of the third period because we have the league's worst p- penalty kill in the league. Um, for those that don't know, when penalty kill is a team like if te- hockey, if you're on a power play, team on a power play is a five on five on four advantage. It could become a five on three advantage if the other team gets another penalty. But you can't have fewer than three guys defending. But um, regardless, our power, our penalty kill sucks. Power play is great. Penalty kill, atrocious. It's almost historically atrocious. Seriously, it's like the bottom three. If the season, like at the, the rate they're going, they may finish with the third worst penalty kill percentage in league history ever since mm. they started recording <laughs> that stat. It is that damn atrocious. And kudos to the Rangers. They're, they're in the first... I hate to say that they're the better team, but we were, I, I, I'd say they don't want to see us in the playoffs. But 
You know, and then and then they win six five in overtime. Like literally like 30, 40 seconds into the or a minute, whatever around in, into the overtime, they win. And they mm. win because we turned the puck over somehow to the one guy that's defending the guy that had the puck. He turns the guy, turns it over. The, the the goalie wasn't prepared, so he's like literally flopping around trying to defend. And the one defenseman that's coming by, he's trying to block the net, the puck from going inside the neck, acting like a goalie himself. But the dude slides and hits the, the moorings on off the net. So the net dislodges while the guy was shooting the puck towards the net. And oh, damn. The rule says that if doesn't matter if you're sliding to try to defend, if you knock the net off defending and the guy shooting is a good goal. It's a good goal. So damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, we had it, 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 and we gave up. We 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 had a five three lead with four minutes left in the third period. Chris, yeah, I blew that shit wide open. <laughs> damn, it's embarrassing. You want to know how embarrassing? One point five seven million people watched that game. One of mm. the highest, the highest rated game that 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 uh, since ESPN ABC had reacquired the 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 NHL rights as far as stadium games. Um, yeah, that's one point mm. five seven one point five seven million million people saw the New York Islanders um, implode. Terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible feeling, Chris. It's a, I, I, it's I mean, a really terrible feeling. I had to get that off my chest. This, this anger towards it, and it's, it's just, it's, it's been the mo this whole effing season, Chris. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know which way to how I can compare it to. In in other sport, I'm pretty sure there is a way I could compare it maybe to in soccer. I don't know, but imagine. Imagine, imagine, um. Real Madrid, right? Uh-huh. Imagine every time, like, they get, like, five or six games in a row, bro. They have they have a lead. They have, like, a multiple goal lead over whatever other team. Let's say, hypothetically, let's say Manchester, right? Uh-huh. And, every, like, literally every time that Real Madrid has a one or two goal lead on the other team going into, like, the final ten minutes – of of the game and they miraculously lose because they committing they kept on lose or draw yeah and then they kept on committing red flags yeah. <laughs> like or penalty shots in, in like in, yeah. in the corner like they keep on doing that and it's like they just have a knack for keep on doing it. and they do it consecutively chris imagine something i don't there, think there's been like, teams that were like that Really? Washington. Yeah, because really? they will blow either multi-goal leads or they'll just blow it at the end. You can see the penalty. Or they'll go a string of games where, like, start the rounds, I think, last season. Um, I think I believe it was last season. They they went a string of games opening, like, the first five or so games where there was a red card on, on their half. Like, it was, they, just had, they just couldn't stop getting red cards. And... You know, but they 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 they, they calm that down now. But it it was ridiculous. Like Liga is like that's the one league that you're going to see nothing but red cards in. 
you barely see that in the Premier League. Like it's it's very rare to see red cards in the Premier League. You mm-hmm. know, uh, they will come once in a while, but but you, you don't you don't see them all willy nilly in every game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's frustrating. It is definitely frustrating. That, yes, you're 100 percent right. That is definitely something that is relatable to exactly this specific issue with my team. But I, what, I'll tell you what's even more relatable. The Washington Wizards blowing 20-point leagues four games in a row. <laughs> Within the f- final five minutes, I've seen oh. that this past season. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's It's been that type of season for both of us in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And but, hey, Den- man. Den- Den- Denny's cooking, though. I'm like, Denny's cooking, and Bilal Kubal is going to get more playing time, so – I'm like, I'm whatever, you know. I, 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 as long as they get developed, I'm cool with it. I mean, it's Jordan Poole. I don't know, man. It, it's just not happening for him. Yeah, I know, man. Hey, it's. I know you've been a big, you've you've been a big, very uh, been very vocal about Jordan Poole, um, this season for y'all. I know it's crazy. I want to see him do well, bro. You know, like I really believe that you know he had an opportunity to just you know. I wasn't even like I didn't even expect it to be like a thirty point per game score on the team. We still had Kyle Kuzma, but I, I can see like this being twenty plus points per game. You know, he might explode for like a big shooting night every once in a while. But I'm like, he's just there, you know, to help in the offense. You know, you still have Kuzma there, and you still you hopefully can see the young guys, you know, develop their game. But man, it's it's just putrid, bro. Yeah. And don't ask me about my Bulls. I couldn't tell you anything. Right uh, now. I couldn't tell you anything about the Bulls. Uh, I, the, only I, thing, the only thing I can tell you about the Bulls right now is that the, the OG Bulls are they're going on tour. Oh, no. And I was going to mention that, too, just now. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Like, damn, like y'all that three, damn hurt? Haters. Y'all still hurt over that shit? Really? <laughs> If there is one person that that I to this day, if there is one person that that played for the Bulls, that if he decided to want to be go on tour, speaking all about the stuff, I would have no issue with him doing it, and that is Craig Hodges. Mm-hmm. Craig Hodges is the only guy that I would, and for other reasons too, how he was blackballed, um, you know, from the league for his religious per his religious beliefs. And criticisms, um, which is still sad because you talk about three point shooters, like you know, we talk about the three point contest, whatever. Like that guy is still he's I to the, I still say he's under one of the more underrated three point shooters um the NBA had. But you know, it's just unfortunate that his career got cut pretty short. Um uh because of that type of stuff and then just him being eventually blackballed from the league yeah. but, but nah man like fuck those dudes man i'm sorry uh i'm sorry like the hell with it like those those dudes i want to hear them i i wouldn't pay to want to hear that stories that the no <laughs> bs tour get the heck out of here <laughs> no bs <laughs> or, the, or the no bull tour something like that something along those lines i don't know whatever it is they a bunch of haters you know it's Bunch of bunch of damn guys mad because of the fact that they they didn't get the shine for whatever it is. I I don't know, man. But anyway, man, you got them rings, bro. That's yeah. just all you have to do. Y'all play your part. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only the only person really that should have somewhat the grievance is Scotty. The other niggas, y'all, y'all played your role, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they want to talk about, and even to like to a certain extent, Scotty. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, all right, yeah. like, like no, but like we we know your story. You 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 said it many times. You got a book out there because he had a book like around that same time too mm-hmm. that he was out there promoting shit. So oh, we don't want to hear all that stuff, man. But it is what it is. I ain't worrying about it. I already declared a season of wash for my Bulls. It is what it is. I'm more intrigued in what they see, what they do in the off season. But as we go from off season to WrestleMania season, uh, which continues through Perth, Australia, this Saturday uh, morning, early morning on the East Coast, depending on which coast you're at. Well, it's even in the West Coast, it'll be early morning too, but it's more late at night. I think I think two AM is more late at night than than anything. But I digress. But um but definitely <laughs> is a big elimination chamber match or, or the PLE this two two this two, chambers. two chambers. Two chambers matches. Um but before we even get to there, wanna make a quick wanna talk about real quick about um SmackDown last Friday. Uh, the Rock <laughs> and Roman Reigns uh, showed up there. And um, you know what? I'm okay with what happened on Friday, as just, um, especially with The Rock. And listen, man, The Rock doing the blending of, you know, I guess the corporate and, 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 and Hollywood. I dig it. Uh, I, I agree with you. He looks so brolic, man. He is. <laughs> he is. But dog, and, but he, and his, he voice lost. Is, his voice is off. You know, his voice is off. Fucked up now. Let's keep it buck, man. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't really hit the same for me. Well, you know, seeing it, you know, because yeah. he's just, he's just big, and the voice is. He feels like he loses his voice when he's midway through the promo. You know, yeah, man. And, you would think for a person that does a lot of talking. In, in acting and shit, you know, but I don't know. Maybe it's just his vocal cords. Maybe he didn't get them trained. He, he didn't get them straight enough, you know, before going out there doing a the promo. But, but no, I, yeah, yeah, he has his moments where it's like, like, dude. <laughs> but uh, overall, it's The Rock did his greatest hits as a heel. He's, he's completely buying into it. And the crowd ate it up, of course. You know, why would they not? Like that's yeah, man. It's you know, just like, rock. Like, he's going to get a reaction. Yeah, you know I, that's that's you know he's he's going to do his best with you know doing the heel stick, but oh, uh, in some ways you know like the, the insults caught me off guard, but at the same time like does he really have to do this? You know the stuff that was like hot twenty years ago. Um, it it really is just going to like. You know, be as good as it is now. I I feel like there's something, there's another layer in him that he could just tap into. Yeah, uh, that could really make him a serious heel character here. Uh, as you know, like the big, the big high chief mm-hmm. of you know this bloodline, and you know it just be a little more serious, but still condescending in a way. But he doesn't have to do you know like do all of his catchphrases. You should try yeah. to get Roman shit over, if anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. If anything, the way I took 
Friday's promo was, you know, I, I think he was just getting the, the the like I said, he was getting the great assist of whatever that yeah. stuff out the way. It's, you know, yeah, it's the, also a filling know, out process too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's no problem with that. Like I said, people, it's okay to do the nostalgic thing at the beginning here. Mm-hmm. You know, to get the fans riled up and the stuff like that and pandering to them. I get it. You know? Um, so it's okay to do that. And then Roman said his piece, you know, in, in, in that promo before The Rock came out, saying that he's officially part of the bloodline now. Yeah. Um, and I, and, and, you know, The Rock, and I've seen many theories and stuff, people analyzing the promo, who The Rock was pointing out when he was saying certain things and I listen, people um, just, I get it. We all want to, <laughs> we all want to kind of get ahead of everybody else. With what's going to happen next, but just enjoy the ride. Just, just, just yeah, enjoy I it. Mean, yeah, I feel like, it, like when it, when it comes to uh, what really just what rock and Roman are doing, it feels right. like it is a week by week basis. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. What's going and, on. Yeah. And but, I, I feel, I, you know, I feel like they're going. Dwayne's going to try to tweak his character up until WrestleMania. Well, I'm like, which, you know, hey, if it works, it works. You know, hopefully he gets to where he needs to go, where before him and Roman actually have that confrontation. Yeah, a year down the line. Yeah, yeah. I think what's, I think what's going to be the the crux of the whole, you know, what, what's really going to get Rock like to that next level hero thing like we all know mm-hmm. his soft spot is talking about his family his ancestors we all know that and i think cody and seth know that too now <laughs> it's self-evident that that's how you get him under his skin um i don't know what's going to happen with cody and seth uh at elimination chamber when they talk with grayson waller um which is I think it's the perfect platform for them to progress this without them having a match, especially for Seth. Um, you know, the fact that they're going over there and do that, um, possibly it may be solo there too. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I, the bloodline will not be far away from there. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that progresses. But I think, you know, what people need to get is that, you know, with this whole, with this, the, the dynamics of, you know, Seth now being Cody's shield, <laughs> which, <laughs> uh, which, yeah. great promo by Seth Rollins a couple of weeks ago, by the way, on, on Raw. Oh, yeah. Great promo. Uh, one of his best ones that I've, that I think. Was excellent seen. work, man. Yes. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And, you know, and and how he gets involved in this type of stuff, uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But I think they're going to have to do something, say something or do something to or regarding his family, regarding the 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 Anoy family that he's that that's what's going to drive him over Um, or something along the lines that he's demanding something and Triple H doesn't give in and and he gets pissed. Because the Rock can't do nothing to we know Triple H can't do anything physical with his you know health conditions. So that you know we know that's not even a thought. Um, However, that doesn't mean that somebody else can't get the ass whooping (laughs) on behalf of him. And uh, there's going to be that point where Rock and Roman is going to 
whip Seth Rollins' ass. Like, I think that's, like, I don't know if that's, if that if he's going to get the major beatdown or if it's going to be him and Cody. But at some point, they're going to get a major beatdown. Um, because they go, it's going to have to happen because of the retaliation with whatever it is that The Rock has in mind. Um, but fast forward to Monday on Raw, uh, Bloodline still getting involved in stuff. Um, Jimmy screws Jay, screws Cody Rhodes at the beginning uh, of the night. We get a yeah. repeat of WrestleMania and kind of helps out Seth Rollins' point. And then now we get also yeah, Drew, Drew, like, yeah, Drew pin. Oh, Cody almost a year. Yeah, yeah. Drew, listen, Drew McIntyre is, man, that dude is, he he is just on, like NBA Jam, he is like on fire. He's just on a yeah, streak yeah, right he, now. He, he, you cannot he's, stop. He's smoking right now. That dude, and then such a hit, and then I love, he's a hypocrite. Like, you can't, how are you all this time talking about the bloodline cost me, but it was per, but it's perfect storytelling because he said he is not going to miss out on a way on the opportunity when it shows his head. Mm-hmm. He's not going to miss. And damn it, of course it happens. He's you know he has to take advantage of what the bloodline gives him, and it just makes him a hypocrite. And of course, you know he's going to be boasting about like, oh yeah, I beat Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I didn't ask for the bloodline help. Okay, that's fine and dandy, and you didn't, but you didn't say no when they yeah, came out. Yeah, they attacked him when they were right there in front of him. Right, right. You know, so Drew was like, where does he, you know, does he win on, on, on Saturday? Like, that's, you know, we, we don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. I guess Drew would make sense out of all those guys, mm-hmm. but. Who knows what they're gonna who they'll choose. Um, but yes, Drew McIntyre is on fire. Uh Cody, man, it, if there's a Cody every week he shows people like he's not losing any type of steam with any of this. No. He's not losing no. any type of steam, people. It's okay. It's all right. Um yo, the yo, that Anaheim crowd was on fire, bro. Yes. Uh that whole episode, that whole episode role was really good. Um, yeah. Even that random promo by what's his name, <laughs> the UFC champion. Oh yeah, that Michael <laughs> champion. Yeah, man, the crowd was lit. <laughs> yeah. but, I feel like but, we're, we're going to get more um, cross crossover between the two as uh, this year goes on. You know, I feel like TKL is going to try to bring as much synergy as they can going into WrestleMania weekend and whatever big UFC weekend there is. We're going to see a whole lot of that, and the reactions are going to be priceless. Yeah, so apparently what we saw on Monday and especially and on Saturday too cuz I think UFC had a fight and some WWE people were over there. I think Bianca was there too with 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 Montez. Um so apparently starting this had started on this past weekend. There was a I think it's a 3-year agreement between WWE and the Honda Center in Anaheim. Uh, where they're going to have this type of like, I think there's going to be three mi- at minimum. There are three times that WWE is going to be doing a televised event at the Honda Center. Um, 
this is kind of similar to what WWE did with the Barclays Center for SummerSlam for a couple of years where they had an agreement yeah. um, um, with Barclays Center to have SummerSlam, you know, back to back or whatever, stuff like that. So this is something similar to that with the WWE in, in the Honda Center in Anaheim. But also this is a this is kind of like what you're going to start seeing as far as the synergy between the UFC and the WWE. Now, I remember back in the day, I don't know if it's still out there. I know certain states may have athletic commissions won't allow both of them to have an event in the same weekend um, or something like that. Uh, I don't know the logistics of all of that, but uh, but this definitely does um, bring some credence to what you're what you were just talking about, how this is going to be something that's going to be um, you're going to see a lot more of this in the future. Um, I know he called out Conor McGregor. Um, I don't know. Fuck Con. First of all, fuck him. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the hell with that dude. Um, I don't. I I get why they want to call him out, but and it was what and the camera and see what made this interesting also was was the camera angle because as the guy was talking, they had the camera angle fixated in the upper corner with the WrestleMania 40 logo in the background. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they were doing that to try to loot something there or if it was just the camera just, hey, they had to get this. But I don't know. I don't know, man. They've been hitting it. They, they've been firing all cylinders with the, the presentation, um, the, the graphics and stuff for the past few weeks. So Yeah, man. You know. I like to just trying new stuff out here um, and, and just giving, giving the shows a different feel. You know, and, yes. and uh, yeah, it's we're definitely seeing you know the post Kevin Dunn era, um, and it's it's looking pretty good. This is looking pretty good, I must say. Yeah, I, I it's, you know one of my favorite parts of the new uh, presentation the 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 corner camera, like I yeah. love that, like that I like, like I love that. I think they showed that. Uh, at, what was it about a couple of weeks ago where it was the um what was the new day and Jay Uso mm-hmm. was facing Imperium. And um yeah, yeah. And I remember one part in a match where they had there was in the corner there, and I'm like, I like this view. It's different and it's fine, it's perfect. Um, so kudos to the production crew for for <laughs> for getting that uh getting that straight, man. But uh but definitely, you know, all of this stuff, it, it, it definitely leads into, um, like I said, Elimination Chamber on Saturday. Uh, let's run down this thing real quick, bro. Um, Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax. Um, I think it's pretty academic that Rhea Ripley wins this. She's back home. Um, you think that's closing, get... dog? It should. But it won't. <laughs> Oh, we think we think Skulls one of the chamber matches. Yeah, more yeah. likely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's just one of those shows that it doesn't matter what, what, who's going to close. It's probably going to be a fine show regardless. Um, but uh, yeah, I, don't, I, uh, yeah, I think the women's one should be interesting. Yeah, it, it's. I think. Listen, Rhea, this match, Rhea and Nia is. I think it's going to – it shouldn't surprise people how good the match is going to be, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a very good match. I like yeah. – they, they got good uh, – they got good chemistry. And, and 
and Rhea needs a big win. Like, and I know she doesn't need, and, and I and I don't want to make a big emphasis on need, but mm-hmm. um, just as part of her, you know, her accolades, the people that she could say that she beat. Um, yeah, beat Nia Jax is no slouch, especially how they have pretty much built Nia since she came back uh, officially into the fold. Um, you know, and, and her character has been this second go around. It's been pretty damn mm-hmm. good. You know, yeah, I don't have any issues. Um, if anything, maybe a couple of things, but that's not even a big deal. Um, Rhea wins this match. She's of course she's going to be seen as the baby face to the crowd. Even though you can argue she's been a baby face to the crowd everywhere she goes, uh, <laughs> despite being in the in the heel faction, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I get, I say this match goes on about ten minutes or something like that. I I, I don't think it's going to be long. Maybe ten, maybe thirteen minutes, um, but definitely Rhea's entrance is going to get a little bit extended there because of her being back home. Uh, the women's elimination chamber match: Becky, Bianca, Liv, Tiffany. Naomi, Raquel, Rodriguez, who just came back on Monday, uh, yeah. that spot. It's great to see that she's doing good. She's she's healthy. She's back. Um, love to see that because uh, that is uh, the thing that she was going through. I saw the video. Uh, did like kind of like a, a promo she put out there about it um, on on Instagram or something. Uh, that's that's insane. Uh, that's. She's that that that's a strong-willed woman right there. Uh, yeah, but man. I think for us, it's the way it, I think it's been pretty obvious for a good while. It's they're they're building for Becky versus Rhea at Mania. So, uh, despite you know Bianca, Liv, and, and everybody else in there, um, Becky is winning this match. Like I, that's I'll I I'll be utterly surprised. Um. If it's not her, but Becky got this. Um, yeah, yeah, I got Becky. Uh, I, I think I have Becky and Bianca closing too. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's going to be interesting at one point when Becky and Tiffany is in the ring. Um, yeah, you know that's uh, that's going to be uh, interesting. Sign me up for more matches with them because I think, and I think, and especially because of the fact that Tiffany's only getting better. So like that's. That's going to be it's going to be interesting if they ever if they cross paths like have a program somewhere down the line maybe later the year or something like that because um, I feel like it's something that you know especially money in the bank who knows who knows mm-hmm. uh, men's tag team undisputed tag team championship um, this is a match I'm very interested in I'm a bit excited about um, because of the history of of um uh, you know Finn and 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 Tyler Bate um and even in and, and Pete Dunn I mean that's it, NXT and that that's what I always always remind myself with uh with those guys NXT um but I got judgment day winning this man it's going to be tough it's going to be tough it's going to be a close call but I just have I just have this feeling judgment day wins judgment day is going to win yeah, yeah. I, I I see I see them carrying those titles to WrestleMania. Yeah, um, because yeah. you know they still got unfinished business with DIY, and it it looks like it's leading to something with Awesome Truth as well. Um, yeah, I, 
I definitely um, have them, you know, winning this match here. But it's it's definitely going to be the good match of the night yeah. outside of the chamber matches. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a good showcase for um for Dunn and Bait. You know, being it was not necessarily their home crowd no. because yeah. they're English, but right. you know, they, there's there's some type of kinship there. You know that they're going to get a warm reception in Australia. Oh yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. And um, of course the the men's elimination chamber match, uh, for shot the world heavyweight championship at WrestleMania. As we talked about earlier, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. I'm going to say this right now. How much do you want to bet that Bobby Lashley does not make it to <laughs> that he gets somehow, some way they write him off out of it? Uh, it's pretty likely that they can have it. Like, Karen Cross calls him yeah. um, a spot in the chamber. Yeah. Uh, that would be great. Honestly, <laughs> um, because yeah. I'm like, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but but I, I think Lashley's time has passed as far as like being like the guy. But 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 due to the fact that he's still loved by the crowd, which right. is you know remarkable in itself, he's always going to be like in the main heavyweight title picture mix. Uh, despite you know that you know. He, you should be like putting other talent over at this point. And yeah, this should be what it is with, you know, him and the street profits, the street profits included, you know, like last year should be putting them over as well as the final Testament. But I don't know, just watching the program so far um, with, with what's going on between that, that those two stables, it, it feels like it's, it's really a lot of the, the Lashley show. And yeah, um, yeah but I'm, I'm guessing they're, they're, they're going to have their match at Mania, uh, even though I feel like they, they should have they should have did something more with them for the Chamber match uh, or the Chamber show, or even had Cross. I prefer having like Cross in the Chamber with Lashley just yeah. to get something going there. But I, I guess both of them do have to be protected for this inevitable match, even though Lashley has beaten Cross plenty of times before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, but you know they try to do it with. The added protection of the AOP, you know, with Karrion Cross and, you know, like I said, Street Profits there with, with B-Fab down there, you know. But B-Fab there too, yeah. So, you know, her and Scarlet, I guess, they'll have their whatever ringside, I, I guess. Um, but I think the reason why the fans still love and they still cheer so much for Lashley, I think there is – a mutual level of respect between the fans and his character. And I think there is a good amount of fans that feel like he never really got his fair shake as a champion um, mm-hmm. due to unfortunate circumstances. Um, yeah. You know, and I think that's, and he never really got that chance, I guess, to get back to that. And maybe that's why the fans, you know, they're still, you know, they get all, you know, they get, they, they give him a good pop, I guess. Um, but, I agree. You know, it's like it's, I it's past that point where you go and think of Lashley as somebody as a champion that the company, like the program, is going to be centered around. No, I don't think so. Um, not 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 now, not in twenty twenty four. You know, um, but as far as who wins this match, bro, mm-hmm. um, 
I, I, I'm still going to go with Drew, but I, I, yeah, because the only reason why I say Drew is because I don't, I can't see Randy Orton. It can, I guess, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that goes. Um, but I think it's going to have to be somebody from Raw to keep it with the Raw side. Um, so that's no to Randy. Uh, L.A. Knight, I think it's... I don't know if they're still going to try to do an L.A. Knight, Logan Paul thing at Mania. I don't know for the U.S. Uh, title. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't uh, know uh, about that possible, anymore. But yeah. Yeah. What else going on with, uh, with yeah, the L.A. Yeah, Knight for yeah. real? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and then Kevin Owens there and his little issue with Logan Paul. So there's a lot of combustible elements in there, but if I was a betting person, I'd put my money on Drew. I'd, I'd put my money on him, man, uh, to get there. Now, I will say one thing, though, that has crossed my mind. And regarding yeah. uh, the always wild card of Damian Priest having this money in the bank briefcase and this cashing in thing. Um, I can... I thought about this the other day, and I'm wondering, and I want, and I would like your input on it. What's your take on it? Because I could see a scenario where eventually Drew, I could see Drew winning, not Drew, uh, of uh, Damien actually winning, cashing in and winning that, and, and then winning the belt. And the reason why I say this is, but it's interesting. Well, here's my thing, right? So I was thinking the other day mm-hmm. when Dom- Dominic Mysterio, right? He was fighting yeah. for um, a qualifying match for Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And I thought to myself the other day, and I'm like, well, and I understand some a lot of factions do this, you know, when somebody's a champion or has some type of a thing, or in this case, Damian having the, the briefcase. And here it is. It's like, all right, let's say hypothetically, Ray Mysterio, if Rey Mysterio Jr. would have won that match, got into Elimination Chamber just to win the mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber to have a, 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 a heavyweight title shot against Seth Rollins. So what happens if, uh, uh, let's say, what happens if uh, if Dominic would have won? Does Damien, like, Damien with that briefcase, I don't care. Like, Damien with that briefcase is going to be, when he cashes in, and I think that the, the breakup of Judgment Day is going to be centered around the belt. Yeah. I think that's that's what's going to, what I feel after Mania what's going to happen with Judgment Day breaking up. It's going to be centered around Damian having that belt and somebody maybe Finn or somebody in there is going to be jealous that they want they get it they want that belt. Because we've seen that kind of like little thing between him and Finn and I think obviously with this tag tag and you alluded for you think that it's go, they're going to lose it next month at Mania or April at Mania, and I'm wondering if yeah. something along those lines is going to some type of miscommunication between them two is going to lead to them losing that belt against whoever they face at Mania. You know, so Damien, I think at some point is going to get that belt. Do I think it's going to happen at Mania? I don't know. I don't know. But time is running out for Damien to, to do something with this cash in. Um, and it's kind of I, I've, I've kind of like it's like all right, when is it going to happen? Because if you're not good, if he does all this and he doesn't win the belt, like, dude, that's going to, like, I'll be pissed. <laughs> I'll be pissed at that. 
Because I'm like, really? Because they poorly booked this guy with this with this money in the money in the bank briefcase. And every time he always tries to cash it in, they do this old trope where somebody gets involved or prevents it. Like, God dang. It gets tiresome. But we don't know what's going to happen with that. But regardless, whoever wins this match, is ju- this match at the Elimination Chamber, Drew wins it, cool. Do I think that he wins the belt at Mania? I don't think so. I think somebody, something along with that bloodline shit, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm thinking that somebody somebody has to beat up Seth Rollins so bad that Damien's going to be able to cash in. And I don't know. Yeah. It could happen at Mania that, because we don't know what's going to happen with this Rock and his, we don't know if this tag match is going to happen or whatever the case may be with Mania. You know, with him and, and Cody against the bloodline. We don't know. So a lot of moving parts. I'm it's intriguing though, regardless, nevertheless. And as far as where we go after Elimination Chamber, um, there's still questions. We don't know what's gonna be what's next of Gunther. You know, we don't know who he's gonna face next. No. Um that that and, and even just him, whatever challengers are left for him. Um, especially with Mania coming up. You know, uh, you know what's happening with Sammy right now. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Like, does it, does Sammy is the one to knock off? But knock off? At uh, the same time, they're also reheating Chad Gable. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, something is, something is brewing, man. Something is brewing. But this Saturday morning it's going to be it's going this saturday will give us a lot of it i feel like it's going to give us a good amount of answers and i think what the biggest thing that's going to progress forward is the the, the storyline the bloodline and cody storyline i think that's going to be the one yeah. thing that's going to be the major uh progression point um in, in on, on saturday uh with that being said bro um it's going to be a quite early event man you're going to be awake for that uh yeah yeah I'm likely going to be awake for it um because not only not only that show is happening um but uh the New Japan um New Beginning show uh in Sapporo uh their second of a double shot will be on around the same time so I'm probably going to be juggling between two shows before uh the Premier League starts. Well, I will definitely be watching. I'll be up early watching it like a maniac, tweeting about it. Yes, um. Because I'm a crazy. It's a Saturday morning. I mean, come on, man. It's like people act like they ain't got up early for Saturday morning cartoons and shit like that. And plus, I don't for the people out there. I don't know why people are complaining about the start time. It's like do people not know what you know time zones are? Like, does that not anybody know how time zones work? Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be the you know you're in Australia broadcasting live. Unfortunately, American fans, you're yeah, going to have yeah. to sacrifice watching it at five o'clock in the damn morning. Like, they're not yeah. Australia. We're not going to Australia is not going to be inconvenienced because us American wrestling fans or WWE fans or whatever, uh, we want to watch it at a time that's best for us. Uh, no, come on, man. Like we and the thing that's crazy about it is like this is not the first time that WWF or WWE in his history have had shows where people had to go up, be up early in the morning for. So I don't understand what's the what's the big deal with this one. Uh, I I don't know. 
It it, it beats me. Again, man. again, like I said, there there's a new Japan show happening around the same time. These same folks that are that are tweeting and complaining about the start time for WWE PLE are going to be up watching New Japan. So I'm like, what's the difference? No difference at all. No difference at like all. Really, man. what's the difference? It, it makes no sense, you know, no. to 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 even spot it. If you, either you're going to be up watching it live, or you watch it later. That's that's the beauty of streaming. <laughs> seriously, seriously, man. But you know, it, it's it's going to be. It's, I'm going to need some definitely. I'm gonna need some caffeine to keep me up and watch that, man. But um, but hey, you know what, man. That is the sacrifice I have to make in order to watch this stuff live. It's part of being a wrestling fan. But um but yeah, definitely got stuff going on all over the place. Um anything before we close out, man. Um it's a pretty short episode, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Um anything that else that in the sports world that you want to touch on before we get out of here, man. Um uh, I guess uh, you know the Brooklyn Nets. They they got they they fired Jock Vaughn. Oh um, yes, that's yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, I, but you know it it was to be expected. I guess yeah, I believe the players just lost faith in him after a while. You know, once you lose the players, that, that's that's it. And um, yeah, and I don't really know, but I really don't know what the Nets organization is trying to do here. Um, yeah. looks like they're they're really going in and building the franchise around Mikel Bridges, mm-hmm. which in some ways is, is, is good to at least consider that path. But I, I I don't know. In this time, in this summer where free agency is going to be like a little bit, you know, more competitive than ever. And the New York Knicks are on an upswing. It's, it's just going to be hard to really try to attract the same type of free agents that the Knicks will in the same city. And, and you're going to be in a lottery year. You know, um, that's right. I mean, they still got guys that they could move off in the summer. So I feel like there's still going to be some trades happening. It's like it's possible that a team will still try to offer something for Bridges in the summer. But, uh, yeah, I, I, they just they're just putting pushing the reset button right now. And um, and looks like Kevin Ollie is going to be the interim coach going forward. Um, and. We'll see what happens in the summer, you know, in the summer and who, who, what direction they truly try to go for. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. Uh, Kevin Ali, I remember him coaching UConn men's team not too long ago. Uh, oh, yeah. So one thing that wanted, uh, how could I forget our, our new segment that we do now? So we are starting a new segment uh, with our episodes. Uh using the ever so crazy intelligent technology of AI. <laughs> AI. And uh chat GPT is uh specifically. So with this we are going to use uh <laughs> we're gonna use this to see if we could pre- predict matches. See what see what chat GPT says if certain matches were to happen. Um for this one, what match do you want it? If there was, a, what is a certain match do you, in your mind, Chris, that you would like to know, or could like to see how would how would that match go between t- which two wrestlers, and, and what type of match would it be? 
Would it be for a title match? I wouldn't say a bit being a title match, but I think, you know, uh, with Collision coming up this Saturday, um, and there's really, it's a show that I primarily don't watch except whatever Brian Danielson is on there. I mean, it's essentially his show. Yeah. Uh, he, for, for the last month or so, he's been booking himself against some of his favorite wrestlers of, um, in his career. Uh-huh. Uh, like Yuji Nagata previously, um, he already had a match with, uh, Hechicero, which was one of my favorite matches so far this year. Um, and now he's facing Jun Akiyama. Uh, you know, Japanese wrestling legend, you know, had had really strong stints in all Japan and pro wrestling Noah. Uh, you know, he essentially has a hand in running creative in DDT now. Uh, you know, just an excellent, you know, professional wrestler. You know, he came from the amateur rinks. In Japan, was a, noted as a super rookie in mm-hmm. this time. I'm like, the match is going to be cool. And I feel like that's going to be an excellent match. Uh-huh. But I'm like, damn. Uh, really, like, all, all AEW shows are inconsistent in some way. Mm-hmm. It's just that Collision just has the better in-ring work. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, 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 I'm sure that, you know, Danielson's going to come with the victor in that match. Um well, I'm like, how, how many more of his own personal dream matches he's going to run through this year uh, before he doesn't have any more opponents left? <laughs> right. Well, um, but, you know what? Let's. You want to ask Chat GPT see what see what that, that thinks how that match is going to look? Sure. Why not? All uh, right. All I'll right. Do. Let's see here. Let's see here. All right. How would the match between Brian Danielson and Junaki Nama how would it look like? Let's see. The class between Brian Danson and Jen Akiyama will be undoubtedly a wrestling friends dream match. Let's envision how this showdown might unfold. <laughs> the stage is set at a sold-out arena with anticipation running high as two of the most technically gifted and hard-hitting wrestlers in the world prepare to do battle. The bell rings, and both competitors lock up at the center of the ring, each trying to assert their dominance early on. Danson relies on his technical expertise applying various submission holds and targeting Akiyama's limbs with precision strikes. However, Akiyama's resilience and strength allows him to power out of Danielson holds and counter for his own devastating offense. The match quickly becomes a back-and-forth affair, with both men trading stiff strikes and impactful maneuvers. Danielson unleashes his trademark intensity, while Akiyama showcases his renowned striking ability and relentless aggression. As the match progresses, the intensity reaches a fever pitch, with near falls keeping the audience at the edge of their seats. This pretty much sounds like how the match is going to play out. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, Danielson attempts to lock his label lock submission while Akima looks to finish the match with his exploder suplex or sternest stuss. In the climax of the match, Danielson manages to catch Akima off guard with a certain burst of offense, culminating in his patented running knee strike, the running knee plus followed by a thunderous cattle mutilation submission hold. Akiyama fights finally, but eventually succumbs to the excruciating pain, forcing him to submit. <laughs> that and sounds about show right. mutual respect and, you know, and shake hands. Oh, and that, sounds too, that sounds too <laughs> accurate. 
that's definitely happening. That is, th- I would not be surprised if Tony Khan did that. Right shit. by the bell. <laughs> I would not be surprised if Tony Khan is using chat GPT to script his match, <laughs> the, the storylines and how the match is going to go. Cause that sounds exactly, that is sounds like, an, first of all, that sounds like a Daniel Bryan match. Like yeah, a Brian that, that, be, that sounds ex- that'll be a Brian match. That is that's, that's that all is, his matches go. It's right. A, it's a, it's a certain pattern, but it's a great pattern. It's you right know, because it always works. You know, it and does. I feel like this one is this one is just going to go right there. Going to go probably fifteen to eighteen minutes, and they're just going to you know play the hits, and <laughs> Dance is going to get the win. That's that's insane. Cause that yeah, that sounds man, now now I definitely gotta see this match. Because I swear, Chris, if even fifty percent, even if seventy good seventy five percent of what you just described, if it happens in that match, bro, <laughs> you're gonna get a text from me right away. And I'm gonna tell you, like, bro, <laughs> like Tony read that script, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh man, that's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, now we definitely, we definitely got to do that. Is yeah, you know what? What we're gonna do is there for every. There's gonna be a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, you let's do one. You know, let's do an extra one while we had it. Let's do okay. one for for uh, elimination chamber. Let's do the match. Let's do the uh. Uh, let's see the um. If they can do it, let's do the, do the men's elimination chamber match. If they, if that's possible, if they, I, they I can, could, I can give it a shot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's just say if it was like a, um, how do you? What is it? A six way match? Doesn't have to be elimination chamber, but it's like just wondering, like what? Who would win a match between all of them? Though I don't know if it has the capability of doing that. I'm gonna find out because yeah. this update is no further than February 2022. <laughs> okay. So it it will have to take a lot of subtext Ooh, to yes. actually get uh built the match to where it could be. Yes. But I can still type in the names and see who's uh who will be, you know, involved, so to speak. So it's let's, Orton, let's do McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I put in Eli Drake because I don't know LA Knight was uh possible around that time. Yeah. Um, you know, Let's make it simple, bro. Let's just do the Nia Jackson and Rhea Ripley since it's a one-on-one. Okay. Yeah, why not? Let's, yeah. Let's, 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 let's see what, what it says for that. This is interesting. Yes. Yes. AI technology has reached No Words Barred podcast. He, that's, that is right. Oh, man. I never thought I'd see the day. All right. In a clash between powerhouses, Nia Jackson and Rhea Ripley bring their unique blend of strength and intensity to the ring in Perth, Australia. Let's imagine how this hard-hitting showdown might unfold. The arena of Perth is buzzing with anticipation as two dominant forces in women's wrestling prepare to collide. The bell rings, and Nia Jackson and Rhea Ripley stare each other down, attention palpable in the air. Both competitors waste no time locking up, each trying to assert their dominance early on. Jax, with her size and power advantage, looks to overpower Ripley with her brute strength, while Ripley relies on her agility and striking ability to keep Jax at bay. The match quickly escalates into a hard-hitting affair, with Jax unleashing a barrage of powerful strikes and throws, attempting to wear down Ripley. However, Ripley refuses to back down, 
fighting back with a relentless onslaught of kicks and strikes of her own. As the match progresses, the action spills to the outside, both competitors using the environment to their advantage. Jax utilizes the strength to ram Ripley into the ring apron and barricade, while oh, Ripley God. counters with a series of high-impact maneuvers, including a devastating drop kiss in a fierce clothesline. Okay. Back inside the ring, the momentum shifts back and forth, with neither competitor willing to give an inch. Jax attempts to set up for her signature Samoan drop, but Ripley counters with a jaw-dropping display of strength, hoisting Jackson up on her shoulders and delivering her own version of the riptide. Oh, with shit. the crowd on their feet, Ripley covers Jax for the pinfall victory, securing a hard-fought win in front of her hometown fans. You know what? I can see her actually. I can literally see her reversing the Samoa Slam and doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I can. She's strong enough to do that. So I'll I'll be on the lookout for that. I'm surprised. Wow. Like so, yeah, Nia's been actually like legit good since yeah. her return. Oh, like yeah, definitely. she's been holding her own and really just she really really breath breath breathe breath of fresh fresh breath of air. Yes. Into the, um, the Raw Women's Division, she, she breathes yes. some life into it, and and she's been ho- she's been working, man. She's been working when you know the when the um, opportunity arises. Yeah, so. no, she's she's been great, you know. And I, I again, I feel bad in the midst of all this, you know, uh, the ba- Bailey, you know, and EO Sky. Uh, we, I know we didn't touch on that, uh, and that's something we we could touch on in the next episode because I'm pretty sure by then, um. Did been a lot more progression um, going on uh, with that, but I, I am I am looking forward to see how everything turns out, bro. Um, it's it's fun. It's a fun time. Believe me, I I wish I was I wish I was going to Mania, but um, but I <laughs> I I've, I've been hearing some great things that's supposed to be happening over there. Um, I saw well, you know, I saw that they have in uh, what was it the WWE World, I guess it's Access. They they huh. rebranded Access so many times, um, you know. But I am jealous of that that um that new WWE. Uh, what was it called over there in, in Saudi Arabia? Uh, WWE Experience. Uh, yeah, man, that looks that looks amazing. Like I know they have Access during WrestleMania weekend and stuff like that, but. Man, that thing looks so. That looks sweet as hell. I don't right. know how the hell we gonna ever go there. Right, like I'm, I'm surprised they didn't even build one of these like in in Connecticut. Like, <laughs> I know it sounds weird in Connecticut, but I mean, but I mean it makes sense because that's where the headquarters is at. But you telling me nowhere, not even in Vegas. Vegas can't even get something like that. Like the Vegas, <laughs> like. There's that's entertainment right there. Like, how many Madame Tussauds and stuff like you go to Los Angeles, Orlando? You would think oh, maybe Florida <laughs> would had one, right? You know, they you yeah, know, they're central over there with NXT in the Performance Center. You know, you would have thought that they would have, some, but they don't have anything over there of that nature, man. Like, that's I don't know, I don't know, man. I ain't flying no Saudi Arabia though, so <laughs> <laughs> that's out of the question. I will just have to look at all the videos on YouTube or whoever posts them and, and and live vicariously through them, man. But regardless, bro, 
was uh I think we touched on everything we needed to touch on. Uh, you know, we we we're 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 in a we're in a time, man, where man, it's we don't know what's gonna happen next. We're just gonna have to enjoy the ride yeah. all over the place, man. Uh, wrestling, NBA, like I, there there's gonna be a lot of a lot of turbulence, even for me with the NHL, a lot of turbulence going on uh for the next uh month and then especially going into the playoffs and stuff like that. But I'm looking forward mm. forward to it, bro. Even though our teams are trash, so we just gotta fight through <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but uh um, Yeah, we're teams trash. We just gotta deal with the dog. That's it, man. That's it. But as always, you could always find us on all streaming platforms. We're talking about Apple. We're talking about Spotify. Mm-hmm. You could find us on the Family Podcast Network at thefamilypn.com, uh, www.familypn.com, not at the Family P, but you know what I mean. But uh, you could also find us individually on on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Chris, you can find them rappers or actors because they always are. Yep. Me, you can find me, Moby Knowing. I know some things, but I don't know everything, but I know enough to say that I do be knowing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we also got the No Words Bard podcast page on Instagram. No Words Bardcast. We got NW Bard podcast on Twitter. We we're we, you know we're on Facebook. As always, leave us a review. Let us know how it is. Share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, like I said, we're you know we 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 love sh- shooting the breeze about this stuff, man. You know, this is all fun and entertainment for us. So, you know, it for anybody yeah. that listens to us, thank you. Being part of your day, we never, we never take it for granted at all, man. But definitely, this is going to be a a fun time over in the down under over there, man. And until the next time, everybody, y'all stay stay warm, uh, or cool wherever you're at over there. And um, we'll catch you on the flip side. Be safe, everybody. Peace.